recording start. Welcome back to Homefield Tailgate. Uh, we're really excited that y'all are still listening after taking a week off. I promise you, uh, we have good excuses uh, for taking a week off. I know that we got a lot to take care of, a lot to catch up on, but we're excited y'all are back for week six of college football. It's going to be a fun week. Merrick McCool's in the stream saying, now this is epic. It is epic, Merrick. We're glad to have you. Um, yeah, Will, why don't you start off and kind of tell us what you've been up to, uh, where you've been, why you're wearing that piece of shit shirt, Michigan. Um, just kind of give us an update. Well, first, since Merrick's in the stream, maybe he can answer the question of why is it the season ready? This was like I was looking forward to this week's, and yeah. he, he really let me down. And I'm it's just – I'm hurt along with the other millions of Ole Miss fans out there. I just don't know. And the millions of our listeners as well. Yeah, the They're million, also disappointed. Yeah. I thought, I thought yeah. we're in – I thought did we hit a billion recently? I think we're in trillions, actually. Oh, okay, good, good call. Um, yeah. Let's see. No, just working away. I was in Oxford last week. Cool. Um, that game was very emotional. Um, we'll get to it. Almost broke my personal record, but uh, what is your personal record? Uh, a shade under two hundred. We're talking about heart rate for those that don't know. Um, Will, what was your heart rate peak during the Ole Miss game this year? Or this for week? The, for this week was one seventy three. Okay. And what's your resting heart rate? Like on average? On average, yeah. Fifty five to sixty. Okay. All right. That's pretty insane. Yes. So I had a, I had a little mental meltdown during the game, but we won. So it's okay. Is we Michigan or Ole Miss? Both. Okay. I can't tell because of the we shirt. both won. Does that make you feel better? No, it, it makes me feel equally like I'm out. No emotion towards it. I just genuinely need clarification when it comes to you. Okay. Addison, tell us about Red Rocks. He's eating. If you can't see, oh, I can see. I'm chewing a Ghirardelli chocolate bar. You're good. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't on last week because I was in Denver, Colorado. I was on a plane to Denver on Wednesday. I went to Tyler Childers Thursday night at Red yeah. Rocks. Unbelievable venue. If you haven't been, you should go. If you've never seen Tyler Childers live, you should go see him. If you get the opportunity, you should go see Tyler Childers live at Red Rocks. Amazing. Emerging experience. If you're friends with me on Facebook, my Facebook name is Addison Harbor. If you aren't okay. friends with me, you can, you can uh, send me a friend request. And if we have 10 or more mutual friends, I will accept. <laughs> if not, you're just SOL. Sorry. <laughs> um, I posted some videos on, on, on Facebook. I did my quarter three of 2022 post uh, just yesterday. <laughs> I think that was yesterday. My days is busy, busy, busy. So I, um, my days are a little off. But there's uh, lots of good videos on there you can watch. And then obviously college football on Saturday was immaculate, immaculate, unbelievable get day of college football. Um, we started off hot. I was 4-0 okay. at, early on in the day. And I ran into my bookie who was hammered. Uh, and he, <laughs> I mean, absolutely hammered, sloshed. And he's like, what's up? And he's like, he's like, uh, what games do you have? I was like, well, we're doing good so far. So talking to him. He's like, hell yeah, I hope I get to Venmo you this week. And then we finished the day uh, one and four. Okay. After starting four and a. I so, also started the day four and oh and finished four and three. So it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
So early slate, uh, we were all over. Afternoon slate, we were not. Right. Um, I was very upset with Texas A&M's performance. That's really what hurt me. Had you, were, you leveraged high Texas A&M. I remember I seeing Texas action. A&M high, and yeah. um, it is quite impressive how bad Texas A&M is at this point <laughs> in the year. Um, it, like literally four straight top ten recruiting classes. You have national championship coach, um, and they just don't have a quarterback. Like, um, you know, your team goes as your quarterback goes, especially in college football. They don't have a quarterback, and it's. I think that's the biggest fault of Texas A&M right now. I think everyone agrees with that also. I think their play calling is pretty bad too. Yeah, I think they're – they don't have a quarterback and they have an outdated system, so. Will, who is their OC? It doesn't uh, matter because Jimbo calls the plays. Yeah. Uh, their, their OC was the OC at Memphis for a while, but he doesn't call plays. Okay. So either Jimbo either has to go out and hire someone that will run his offense, or AM's going to have to find some more oil. Well, oil per, sounds more likely, but you know we'll see. Well, per um, a a caller on Paul Feinbaum today, <laughs> uh, a hitman cost a lot less than a ninety-five million dollar buyout. This is true. So if Jimbo gets fired. Texas Bureau of Investigation might be tracking that phone number. I mean, if Jimbo gets gets killed, dies mysteriously. No, they're going to – I don't know. They better hope he water gets, just enough. They better hope a, a, a rattlesnake bites him out on a horse ride. Well, when you say tread water just enough, what does that mean? They're not going to fall completely off the earth like everybody thinks. They're going to – I think we'll get into the game this week, but I think they're going to keep Bama close. Um. But they're not gonna they're not gonna fall off the earth like they're not gonna have the four and eight type season that we'd all love for them. You no, know, they're gonna go like seven and five. Yeah, or eight and four. Are they well, lost? Yeah, and they still. I mean, they have to play Alabama. They got to play Ole Miss. Got to go. Uh, they play LSU at home, but they still. play LSU away though. And LSU twelfth game of the season under Brian Kelly. Man, they get better every week. Game. We'll see. All right, they'll beat South Carolina. I think they'll beat Florida. Ooh, that game could be iffy. Is that where is it's in? Is it in Gainesville? Yeah. No, no, no. It's in College Station. Okay. Auburn on the road. UMass. I see four more wins for sure. I think they win four more. Seven. That's seven and five. And and if they beat LSU at the end of the season, that's eight. What's their record right now? Three and two. They have three wins. Yep. Three and two. The same record they had when they played Alabama last year. They were, coming oh, off, they were coming off a loss to State last year when they beat Bama. I think it'd be so funny if they actually beat Bama, but I don't want them to because I want to beat Bama first. So it's this whole thing in my head right now. Look, oh, I got deep into Alabama stats the other night. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and, um, yeah, they're bad. <laughs> they're not bad. Well, well, Jameer Gibbs is the the offense. Yeah, he is. He has the most receptions on the team. He obviously has the most carries and the most yeah. rushing yards. Third most receiving yards. Yeah. And he's only 26 yards behind their top receiver in yards. Don't you love the transfer portal? Dude, if Alabama if, – if, 
if Alabama didn't have him and Bryce Young was injured like he is, they would be SOL right now. I think they would lose two games the rest of the year, two or three. I still think they may. I really wish Tennessee was a night game. Okay, let, let's get into this week recap. We'll start with the 11 o'clock kickoff, Ole Miss versus Kentucky. Ole Miss came in as a seven-point favorite. Over-under was 54-and-a-half. Ole Miss wins 22-19 off of um, kind of an awesome defensive second half. Two huge stops, two huge turnovers. Since Will's heart rate was probably double Addison in mind, we'll start with him. Uh, Will, what would you think of that game? Oh, man. Um, it went kind of how I expected. Um, I felt like everybody keeps saying – I've seen a lot of talk, national talk, saying how Kentucky lost that game and Ole Miss didn't win it and all that. But it's – who they Kentucky had the ball in the red zone two different times in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. and they turned it over. Also, Kentucky Ole Miss forced court- turnovers. Kentucky that was also the, the game. Touchdowns off of amazing short fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so those level out. Those even out. I agree with that. Yeah. Ole Miss moved the ball very well. Um, I don't know. Kentucky controlled the game with time of scrimmage. I mean, the time of possession. We knew that going um, in. Yes, and I don't know. I felt like Ole Miss could have won by more. Um. They could have – when they went up 14 to nothing, they got the ball back or something like that, and they had a chance to really kind of step on their throat with no, it. No, we went up we went up 14-0, kicked off, and they had the long kickoff return inside the 10. That's right. A touchdown. So, oh, it was the uh, – it was 16 to 6 after the safety. We yeah. got the ball back. We drove all the way down the field, and we ended up stalling out and actually getting pushed back a little bit where we had to kick the 50-something yard field goal. Yeah. If you can kind of take advantage of that right there, you go up 23 to six, you don't give them those short fields. I mean, I could turn around and argue Ole Miss should win that game convincingly. But, you know, I mean, in the end, turnovers are critical and Ole Miss won the turnover battle. And um, defense won this game for them. They did. And I mean, the, the offense didn't lose the game. That's no, just, it didn't. But you need to score more than three points and a half if you're Ole Miss's offense. No, I agree. But it's a win. Ole Miss is number nine in the country. They uh, have an easier schedule the next two weeks, which is exciting. Potential to go 7-0 and into Baton Rouge in a couple weeks. Um, Addison, do you have anything else to say about this game? Um, no, but I love being at those games where there's defense matters. Those yep. low-scoring games. Neither team gets to 24. I love those. It's been a while since, as an Ole Miss fan, we've had a, a defense that have, has really won a game for us. We saw it a couple times last year, but – I never really fully trusted the defense last year. This year, it's a different story, I feel like. I have confidence when the defense goes on the field. Mm-hmm. Going on to the 2-30 game, Alabama uh, versus Arkansas. Lots of drama that happens after this. You have Alabama's quarterback, Bryce Young, going down. You have the tweet that Bama threw out with K.J. Jefferson injured as the graphic is winning the game. Bama wins 49-26, covers, what was it, 17 and a half points. Um, Addison, we'll start with you. Uh, well, the big story was Bryce showing going down. The backup quarterback didn't look too good. He had a very long run that impressed a lot of people. Some people, are e- some people are easily impressed. 
about <laughs> by, by one play out of a lot of plays. I won't mention any names. Um, and but it, well, it was. I'll say this: what was impressive about Bama was um, they had a big lead. They let Arkansas get back into it. Arkansas had a chance to tie this game. They did twenty-eight, and they did not. They were unable to do that. Um, but then, then Alabama went on a run and still covered afterwards. That was impressive, I thought, from Bama that they were able to do that. They still they didn't play a full game. Alabama didn't play a complete game. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Bryce Young is throughout the rest of the season. Is there any- they are they are a Jameer Gibbs injury away from being extreme. Like I think they're beatable. I think everyone's beatable this year. Yeah. Um, Alabama's a Jameer Gibbs injury away from the SEC West being wide ass open. Mm-hmm. I still think it's wide open even with him. Um, Alabama has their toughest games away this year. That's true. And I mean, I don't think LSU, I mean, we'll talk about LSU later when they play about the Tennessee game, but I mean, LSU hasn't lost a conference game yet. They're still up there. They lost that first game on that crazy missed extra point. They're still hanging around. They're, they're not wowing you. They almost lost Auburn. Um, but also, Florida State turned out to not be a terrible loss. Yeah, I, I still think Florida. Florida, I mean, Florida State lost this week. They lost this week. We'll get to that. But it's not as bad of a, a loss as we initially thought. No, I agree. But people are writing off LSU too soon. If LSU beats Ole Miss, if LSU beats Tennessee and then beats Ole Miss, then you're looking at a top ten Alabama LSU game in Death Valley, and yeah. we've seen any of those before, and we know yeah. what happened to those. So, I mean, it's a three horse race right now, um, and I don't, I don't know. I feel like Bama's going to get got pretty shortly. I can't wait because I live with three of them, and I hope it's us. They need some humility. I think they're going to get a lot of humility this year. I mean, we'll see. We can save the recording. I don't know, but they're going to they're going to have a. It's going to be different for them in Knoxville in a couple of weeks. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, we won't give any of Will's picks away just yet. <laughs> we'll go ahead and uh, go on to the next game of the week: Wake Forest versus Florida State. Wake Forest started off very hot in this game. Florida State kind of recovered a little bit, but Wake Forest bounces back after an emotional loss versus Clemson, winning by 10 points in um, t- Tallahassee, uh, 31-21. Um, I didn't watch this game. I was on the road heading back to Birmingham, so I can't really speak much of it. Did any of you watch this game entirely? I did not. Madison, did you? Who? What game? Wake Forest, Florida State. Oh, I like Wake Forest. I think they're a good team. Look, well, this game already Clemson, happened. I think Clemson, Wake Forest, North Carolina State are the three best teams in the uh, in that division, in the ACC in general, and then in that division, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how North Carolina, uh, North Carolina State, and Wake Forest fall. Who beats who when they play? That'll be a very, very good game. Uh, Clemson's still, you know, obviously a little better than them. Clemson's through uh, the toughest part of their schedule. They have a cakewalk to the college football playoff now as long as they don't hiccup. Um, I mean, I, 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 just, I, I like Florida State. I mean, I like Wake Forest. This is kind of how I thought I thought kind of like that score would be. Clemson's also gotten better every week. I know we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I've been in yeah. with their progression throughout the season. DJ's, got, DJ's uh, been better for sure. 
Moving on, we have a rematch to the Big 12 Championship. Oklahoma State was actually a two-and-a-half-point underdog coming into this game, going on the road at Baylor, wins by 11 points, 36-25. Never really in doubt. There was a lot of question how Oklahoma State's defense would be once their defensive coordinator went over to Columbus, Ohio. They held Baylor to 25 points, and their quarterback, who feel like he's been there for, what, seven years, uh, wins Oklahoma State 36 points. That's all I have to say about this game. I'll kind of go go from there. All right, this was big for Oklahoma State. Uh, Their quarterback had very, very, very bad stats against Baylor in the past. Dave Aranda was his daddy, all caps, D-A-D-D-I-E, daddy. And uh, he came out, he played great. This is a huge win for Oklahoma State. I'm high on them. Uh, In a minute, we're going to do our our top, our our personal rankings. I have Oklahoma State as the second best team in the country currently. Just a sneak peek. As of this moment, I think they're the second best team in the country. Yeah. But they're 5-0 and ATS this year, and that holds a lot of weight with me. Kind of what even I said, too, at the beginning of the season we made our picks. I thought Baylor was going to take a step back. So this is not the same Baylor team. I mean, no, it's not. they lost to BYU on the road. They looked pretty meh against Iowa State. So, I mean, Oklahoma State did what they were supposed to do, and – I mean, that's a good team. Kind of like I said, it's a revenge game for the for the title. But I don't I mean Oak State does the same thing. They're gonna they're gonna end up winning 10 or 11 games, but they're gonna lose one or two games down the stretch that they don't they're not supposed to. They're, they're always offense. done this. Their nope, offense is head and shoulders better than last year's Oklahoma State. 2011 yeah. Oklahoma State is the best team Gundy's ever had. And they went on the road and lost to a six and six Iowa State team which got Alabama into the title game. They that was do. on Daniel Kell's birthday, in case yeah. you're wondering. I remember I was watching that. I was watching that on my phone at a uh, Briarwood football game because in junior high, I remember that vividly. But, uh, yeah, so they're going to they're gonna drop a game, and I think that might be this week, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Moving on, we have the embarrassment of the SEC, number one recruiting class in the country, all the money in the world, losing to Mississippi State 42-24. to 24. Um, Wow. They're a lot worse than I thought they were. And DJ Durkin, defense coordinator at Texas A&M, like had success versus this offense last year. So I don't really know what's going on well, um, over there in conversation. Let's not completely blame the defense. I'm That's not completely blaming the defense. I'm not. There was a pick six. A lot of points. Seven of those were pick six. Okay. I think a couple of those other scores came off of short fields. I don't think. You think? It was not as a complete. The defense did not get dominated. Let's just put it that way. And then also you got to think, too, is it does kind of affect the psyche of your defense when you go out there and you know, my offense isn't going to do anything for me. It's true. All right. When they when they got the Mississippi State jumped on the Merlin. All right, stop. Will shut up. Stop making excuses for AM. Okay. Just stop. It's gonna be okay. I'm not making excuses. Addison, go. Excuses for their defense. Their defense well, is talented and good. Oh, I didn't watch much of this game, but I watched all of Mississippi State against LSU and State through a bunch of screens. Uh they ran the ball a decent amount. And um, but the offense looked terrible, abysmal. They couldn't pass, they couldn't do anything. So it's impressive how bad Texas A&M played and let State score 35 points on offense. Moving on, 
not the game of the week, but it was still entertaining in my eyes. Georgia versus Missouri. Georgia hasn't looked too great the past two weeks. Maybe they're looking ahead. Maybe they're super young and they're still trying to develop after an impeccable roster of not only talent, but just expertise and experience last year. Um, yeah, this game really shocked me, if I'm being honest. I thought that with Kent State last week, they were, you know, it's Kent State. They're overlooking their competition. They're still going to win. They don't prepare that much. But going on the road to Missouri, even if you're Georgia and it's a road game in the SEC and only winning by four points is pretty sad. I have no explanation for this. I just, I'm, I'm don't like I, even the logic I tried to come up with is like, here we are. We overvalue that Oregon win. Oregon always gets their ass kicked by physical teams, and that's just what happened. But then I was thinking, well, Oregon's still better than Missouri. Like, there's no, yeah, like I, I, I just don't know. The only thing I could think of is that this is a mental thing where everybody's patting them on the back, saying they're the greatest team ever, and they're kind of just sleepwalking. They're used to those big games, and until they get one of those, they're not going to really. They think they can just roll their helmet out there. I don't know. I that's that's my final comment is I don't know. Georgia finishes the season with three games of Tennessee at Georgia, at Mississippi State, at Kentucky, and then Georgia Tech. That that's stretch series a lot about it's them. A tough stretch, yeah. So let's see. Asking anything to say about Georgia or Missouri? Okay. UCLA versus Washington. I know Addison's very high on UCLA. He loves them, so I'll let him start on this one. You're on mute, my man. I do love UCLA. Um, very high on UCLA. Um, they're core, they are fun. I love Chip Kelly. Uh, I'm glad he's finally got it going now. Uh, Dorian Thompson is phenomenal. He's super fun to watch. There's going to be an all-time quarterback matchup this weekend when they play Utah. Um, I think this is the best team by far that Chip Kelly's had at UCLA. Uh, I think he knows how to win football games for the most part and call offense. And it was, uh, I don't know. I don't know how much, much else to say on that, but I watched most of the game and um, – it's really the first time I'd watched UCLA all season, but I was impressed with them. 4 0? Are they 5 0 now? 5 0. 5 0. 5 0. I mean, let's not forget they almost lost to South Alabama. Um, they want, I think this is another case of us overvaluing Washington. I, I think I learned more about Washington than, than I did UCLA. Um, it turns out Penix was a Heisman candidate because he just played that Michigan State secondary and they're getting shredded by everybody. So that what was a top 10 win just kind of doesn't look like it used to. But um, no, I mean, I think they're both two good teams, but I really didn't watch much of this game. Okay. Pac-12 after dark really doesn't do it for me. So, All right, well, we're going to go and just go to the next game. I'm setting a timer for 30 seconds for you to talk about Michigan. and I'm gonna Well, the talk. game was Friday at 6 p.m. Yeah, it was also Friday at 6 p.m. But, Addison, we're moving forward. I'm going to give Will 30 seconds to talk about Michigan versus Iowa, and then we're going to move on. The rest of us aren't going to say anything. Go. Well, what can I say? For the first time since 2005, the Wolverines 
win in Iowa City? <laughs> I think I think Will's mic isn't working anymore. Yeah, I can unmute myself. <laughs> That's a added five seconds. No, but uh, just I mean, it went the game went about how we expected. I mean, Iowa's defense is incredible. Iowa's offense is pitiful. They couldn't score. And they played well against Michigan's offense. It was went nothing else to add. Awesome. Well, we'll go ahead and move on to Purdue versus Minnesota. Purdue so quick, win. An, go an ahead. Iowa game went over for the first time this year. <laughs> no, the Iowa Rutgers game did. The Iowa Rutgers game did go over. The only reason that we didn't like get penalized. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. But it's okay. You're good. Anyways, the, I think the over-under was 34 and a half, and we had 40. So that's why it hit for us. Um, Purdue won 2010 versus Minnesota. I didn't watch a second of this game. So I picked Purdue to win their division of the Big Ten, and that's not going to happen, but whatever. No, I mean, it still may happen. I mean, I picked Minnesota to win the division. So, I mean. Oh, so suck it. <laughs> no, but, uh, I mean. It's going to be one really... of those two teams, and Purdue has the tiebreaker. It's going to be one of those yeah. two teams. unless. Wisconsin just wins out. Uh, that's not going to happen. Well, they don't play anybody. True. But Wisconsin's a flamingo on one leg now after their <clears throat> coach got fired. It might turn out to be for the best, though. Well, who does uh, who does Wisconsin hire? So I've always thought it was going to be they're going to promote their DC Jim Leonard, who's now he's the, the interim. interim. Yeah. But them firing, like Paul Chris it was born in Madison. He played football at Wisconsin. He's coached at Wisconsin forever. Them firing him midseason makes me think they're going to do something national. They kind of realize they got to do something else. Kansas's coach is from Wisconsin. Yep. Makes me wonder about that. Matt Campbell from the so, area. Here's my Dave thing. Miranda's a longtime Wisconsin assistant. If you do that, what if what if their coach now, the interim, the defense coordinator, that was evidently the coach in waiting? Like, what if he does super well? Like, what if he wins that? Probably. I think this is kind of a test as well. Okay. Um, Will just to contradict your theory, Wisconsin's uh, schedule is, I think, much easier now for the rest of the year. I don't have it in front of me, but I think it is, and I think they could have gone ahead and done this so that he can win games and be the HC. That is that I could I could get that too. I'm looking at their schedule right now. Okay, so this week they have a tough game. They play Northwestern away. Then they have Michigan State away, Purdue at home, Maryland, Iowa, Nebraska, and Minnesota. So Very that three game stretch you said of Maryland, Purdue, and what was the other one? Maryland, yeah. Purdue, Michigan State, Northwestern are in reverse order the next four games. So they go Northwestern, Michigan State, Purdue, uh, Maryland. It's What's not a daunting there? schedule at all. I don't see any ranked teams on here. They don't have Michigan, <laughs> Ohio State, or Penn State. Or, uh, Their Penn toughest State. game is probably Iowa on the road, November 12th. God, yeah. that game would be beautiful. First one be to what, 13 to 10, if that. Yeah, it'll, it'll be – It'll be just safety traded back and forth, eight to six. Hard. But, yeah, we'll see. That's that's probably the best job open right now, so. 
Yep. Speaking of disappointing seasons, Oklahoma losing by not 10, not 20, but 30 points to TCU, 55-25 on the road. What's going on with Oklahoma? Addison? Um, well, <laughs> um, they hired a defensive coordinator without head coaching experience who's learning the ropes. They have a, uh, a bad offensive coordinator who's not good at making adjustments mid-game. Um, they had a transfer quarterback who is not good. Now he's injured, and now they really don't know what to do at quarterback. And they lost a lot from their roster. So, um, I think Brent Venables is going to be fine there, but it's it wasn't going to be pretty this year. What about I do believe, Jeff Thomas, I, I think whenever we did our early show and we were picking our top ten teams to fall out, I think Oklahoma was one of those. Yeah, I picked I'll look it up. Keep, keep we'll Oklahoma, pick Oklahoma, so. Good job, Will. Thank you. I have All my right. moments. Let's just Will ignore the Nebraska one. Oh, TCU also. TCU is good. They That's are. Really good TCU is good. Um, Will, a compliment from Fallon. I was talking to her today. She says that you have a good podcast voice. So congratulations. Oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Fallon. So, yeah. I figured I needed to be nice to you at one point, and I, I couldn't be nice to you myself, so I had to get something for you. I'll take it. She's my – I mean, yeah, she's tied for first as my favorite Wilson. I know, I know, I know. She's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All righty. What's the next game on our list? I'm getting there. Hold on. Uh-huh. Okay. Next we have Texas Tech versus Kansas State. Uh, both teams coming off a very impressive win. Texas Tech uh, had Texas at home and won. Kansas State beat Oklahoma. Um, congratulations. Kansas State won 37-28. I didn't watch this game either, so I can't really say anything. Neither did I. Cool. Addison, did you watch it? If not, we'll just go to the next one. What game? Texas Tech versus Kansas State. Um, No, and I feel bad. Look. I picked Kansas State to win the Big 12. Uh, they had a fluky game against Tulane, which Tulane seems to be pretty good. They beat Houston, who I thought would have would be the best non-Power 5 team this year. Um, I mean, Kansas State still has a path Big 10 championship. They don't have any – I mean, they're undefeated in the conference. So. They do. But I, I am super high on Oklahoma State. But Kansas State's uh, no slouch. No, they aren't. Oh, real quick, real quick. I think I just thought about this. Oklahoma still has three top 25 teams on their schedule, plus Texas. It's going to be a long season. I think Quinn Ewers is coming back for this game. Quinn Ewers is coming back this weekend. I'm, I'm, I, I want the line to drop I, to six and a half. I love Quinn Ewers so I want much. The, I want the line to drop to six and a half. If it does, public, I'm biting. The public's heavy on the over. We can talk about that game in a second. Yeah, we need to get going because it's kind of getting late. Will's got a big boy accounting job that he needs to wake up for. So we're going to kind of speed through this. Utah wins 42 to 16 versus Oregon State, covers the 10 and a half point line. I have nothing to say about this other than Utah minus 10 was a great bet. Utah's going to plow through that week, big uh, Pac 12. Addison? Um, Utah's still Utah. They had a bad week one. They did. 
Kansas, the Cinderella story that keeps on winning, um, finds a way to beat Iowa State, a tough team, a good coach, uh, wins 14-11 to 11 with college game day. That's right, college game day coming to Kansas, Topeka. No, 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 it's not in Topeka. Kansas is it? Where is Kansas, Will? Lawrence. Lawrence. It's in Lawrence. Excuse me. Uh, it's coming to Lawrence, Kansas to play for the TCU game. That's going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, rock chalk. I got. I mean, I think their magic's going to end this week, but just what an incredible job. I mean, five and zero, ranked for the first time since two thousand nine. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, I did not. I thought they would be better this year, and I mean, I, I can't remember. I don't think I had them as my most improved team, but I knew that they. I thought they were going to. They were going to win four or five games. You don't think you had them as the most improved team? I can't remember. You did I did not the, have them as the most improved team. Right I had here. them or Kansas State. I couldn't remember. Okay, so Will's right either way is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Someone go back and listen to the first one so we can fact check Will because I'm can not probably going. find it written down somewhere. Oh, God, I might have actually been West Virginia. I think it was West Virginia. Yeah, that tell I was off on that one. <laughs> but. I mean, West Virginia is still not like an old. They're not team. bad. I mean. They're, an average fo- they're an average college football team. Hmm. Um, LSU 21, Auburn 17. Auburn honestly lost this game more than LSU won it. Yeah, Auburn was up 17 um, nothing, weren't they? Yep. Yeah. And then they also threw a pick six to LSU and had another turnover in the second half, I think. This will be a good uh this will be a good time to uh bring it up. Birchie says she hears rumors that Kiffin is going to Auburn. What are y'all's thoughts? I don't think he's going to Auburn. It's smoke. He's not gonna Birchie. go into that whatever Birchie. it's called. Birchie. I'll let I only believe half of what you see and nothing of what you hear. It's called a rumor for a reason. Everybody is talking about the wrong Ole Miss Rebel coach for the Auburn job. They should be talking about Tommy Tuberville. <laughs> no, I was no, thinking that was But, um, no, Hugh Freeze is going to be the coach at Auburn. Hugh Freeze I, is a good pick. Also, apparently, I don't know this dude's name, but I was talking to someone who – would know what the boosters are thinking. Who's the offensive coordinator for Baylor? We've brought this Ooh, up. Before. What about Jeff Tom Bryan. Herman? What about Tom Herman? No, it won't. It, they're going to hire someone. Jeff Bryan, is that his name? Jeff Grimes. Jeff Grimes apparently is the guy they want. Ooh, what about Dave Aranda? He wouldn't take that job. want to take it. Auburn is a mess from a booster standpoint, and th- that's the reason Kiffin's not going to go is because he wants autonomy and full control. And Kiffin has that at Ole Miss. He's not going to have that Here's at all. Thing. Auburn has money, but they don't they have, have a yeah. – they're going to have – they're paying Gus Malzahn. They're going to be paying uh, Harson, And then they'd have to turn around and pay Kiffin 11 or $12 million a year. Ole Miss would pay Kiffin $12 million a year to stay, I think. I th- I don't I, – I could, I, could, I could get myself to 10, but there's no way Auburn can afford him. There's no, no you're not, Ole Miss, you're not. There's no way Ole Miss has the highest paid coach in college football. No, no. But I'm saying the ROI, Ole Miss is making more than $12 million, way more than $12 million a year off of Lane Kiffin. So you're hey, telling Ole me Miss if Auburn says so – Ole Miss is making so much money off Lane Kiffin that they got his dog an NIL deal. Right. So you're telling me if Auburn says 
we're going to pay him 12 million. Kiffin says, I want to stay, but if you don't match, I'm leaving. Ole Miss is going to say leave. No, they're going to match. They're, yeah, they'd find a way. Yeah, they would. No question. It's crazy to think about having the highest paid coach in the country, but they would do it. They would do it. <laughs> yeah. But then what would happen is that Alabama would then extend Nick Saban another year and it would be twelve and a half million dollars. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's how it all goes. But yeah. um Hugh Freeze, Jeff Grimes, Will Muschamp. Oh, I would love I would love about. them. Please bring Boom back to the planes. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh my gosh. He's the defense coordinator of number two team in the country. Why not? Yep. What's his quote? It's it's Gamecock Saturday, so get the F up. What is it? It's time for Carolina football. Get them out of here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The word Man. Will is not saying starts with an F. We can't say that. We're not it, it, it rhymes with Oregon's mascot. Duck. It's also probably – it Add, if Addison moves his head a little bit, you can see it on the wall. It's true. Move it. There, there they are. Dog. It's going to be really sad when Mary Morgan redecorates your house. I'm going to yeah. miss all those pictures. Yeah, what do you get to keep? Do you know yet? Maybe the putt-putt green? I don't even think the oh, putt-putt green. That's saying. <laughs> that might – I don't know, man. You're going to have to fight for that. It's kind of inconspicuous, to be honest. I mean, I notice it every time I come, but I also want to like putt with it. So that's why. I mean, you you notice it, but it's not like. No, uh, it's not like it really man, isn't. Look at that thing. Yeah. The big part of it, the ball, you know, send back part is like behind a chair. So, like, it looks like I just have some green carpet in front of my TV. True. We'll go ahead and go to the last game of review um, NC State. Versus Clemson, NC State was a six and a half point underdog. I believe they got about sixty percent of the money in this game. Uh, Clemson wins thirty to twenty. Um, yeah, Clemson's looking a lot better than they were at the beginning of the season. DJ's playing a lot better. Um, honestly, something that I thought was super impressive because we didn't tape last week, we couldn't talk about this. Clemson's defense was usually their strength throughout the season last year and throughout the beginning of this season. But Clemson needed their offense to step up last week versus Wake Forest, and they scored fifty-two points to do so. So. I mean, Clemson's becoming a more complete game every single week or more incomplete team every single week. And granted, they're not going to win the national championship, but they're playing better each and every week. They've impressed me. They you were – go you ahead. Say, you say they're not going to win a national championship, Thomas, but they the way Alabama's played, the way Georgia's played. <clears throat> Ohio State. If you put them – I think <coughs> Ohio State's probably the most complete team right now through That's this great. part of the season. But if you put – if you put – after what I've seen through this part of the season now, if you put if you put Clemson and Alabama on a neutral field this Saturday, I think I'd handicap Clemson minus one. Mm. Is, Bryce, is Bryce Young playing? Even if he is playing, he's not one hundred percent. It's true. Clemson is better than Clemson they were can last get it. Year. Clemson, they are Clemson better than they were last year. I still think Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State would beat them. But you make a good argument, Addison. They're playing very well. They're playing better as a team than those three teams are right now, for sure. I I I don't think so. I, I think well, they're, 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 Michigan hasn't played shit this. I'm season. not talking about Michigan. I'm talking about Clemson. Clemson is a product of a terrible conference, and they are a very organized, very talented team that they can just roll their helmets out. 
Wake Forest has a very bad defense. We can talk about how great their offense is, and they Clemson did rise to the occasion when they needed to, but they scored 51 points against a bad, a bad defense. Let's not get overwhelmed. NC State hasn't done anything in their history, so let's just let's calm down. Clemson's going to get shellacked by whoever they play in the playoff. All right, Clemson. All right, defense. They make it. You said in North Carolina State has. They're going to make defense. it. Well, defense. Not North Carolina State. Wake Forest. Oh, oh. NC State has good defense. They have a man offense. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was it. Did either one of y'all take the time to do your top fifteen team rankings? We're doing top five for the essence of time. Okay. Will top five. Gosh. Um, if you have your top five already, me? Yeah, I have a top twenty, and I'd love to run through it. <laughs> if you want to do 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 top five, okay. Top. I got top five very now. fast. All right, twenty Kansas. Oh, oh you're not. You're not. No, no, you're not doing. Nineteen 20. Mississippi State. Let him read it. Let him go. Seventeen Kentucky. Sixteen Oregon. Fifteen BYU. Fourteen Utah. 13, UCLA, Wake Forest, 12, North Carolina State, 11, Ole Miss, 10, TCU, 9, uh, Southern California, 8, Tennessee, 7, Penn State, 6, Michigan, 5, Georgia, 4, Bama, 3, Oklahoma State, 2, and the Buckeyes, number one. And I'll say for the record – I prefer Michigan to be better than Oklahoma State. Will, I mean Ohio State. Okay. I don't like Ohio State, and 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 that coach. When is he going to stop dyeing his hair and dyeing his? <laughs> no, one, no one thinks you look like that, dude. Like he just he 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 irks me. Oh well, he's a tryhard. He's he's so living in the show. Just so we're clarifying, we're talking about the five best teams in college football right now, not the five teams that are going to be ranked top five at the end of the season. No, this is through this part of the season. So it has nothing to do with politics, with conference, with preseason, just the five best teams. Correct. I, I 100% left out Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> deserves Clemson. I, I didn't even catch that. but <laughs> I, just, I was looking at it. I was like, wait, I'd have Clemson five, and then I'd move everybody back a spot. Actually, I'd have Clemson four move everybody back a spot. Georgia behind Clemson. So I'd go Ohio State, Oklahoma State, Bama, Clemson, Georgia for my top five. I go Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, and honestly, I like the Oklahoma State pick. Um, but I'm going to go with Tennessee at five, Oklahoma State at six, Michigan. So- Michigan's at seven. Yeah, Michigan's at seven. Michigan doesn't deserve to be in the top. No. <laughs> they haven't played anyone yet. I they haven't played jack shit. Anybody. Yeah. All right, Will, do you have a top five? Yes, I do. Number one, Michigan. No. I, I, I'm very t- I am very tempted, but I have them at two. <laughs> Number one, oh, I, it, I, I can't say it. Say it. Say it. He's saying Ohio State. All right, give me your number two. Michigan. Number three, Tennessee. Number four, Alabama. Number five. I just I, I'm keeping Georgia up there, just purely off of politics, even though we said Will's Will's gone for number two, three, and four at one point in his life. He hasn't gone for number one, but he's gone for number two, three, and four at one point in his life. I've never gone for Tennessee. 
It's not true. Um, <laughs> I will be. I, I will wear it. I will if I have an orange shirt. I will wear it the fifteenth. Oh wait, no. We Ole Miss plays Auburn. I can't do that. But no, we'll wear it for two thirty because it's gonna be the okay. Two, that's fair. Yeah, I might. I might order a smoky gray uniform and just send pictures to uh, Galloway and Kel. Well, if you order one, get me a medium. I'll wear it with you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I have something super funny. We were talking about uh, – I can't remember who was even in this conversation about who, like, you know, they do the coaches poll, like who actually votes for the coaches. We talked about this on here. Yeah, uh, no, we talked about this. We I talked about this with you. Yeah. Was Will there? I think he was. I can't but continue, remember. continue. All right, so for our listeners, we talked mm-hmm. about – so Will at one time was on the Ole Miss coaching staff. He was the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He was the student assistant offensive line. He charted. He was plays. the hole puncher. He charted plays during the football game and held papers. That was essentially his job. Yeah. On game um, days, yes. On ga- yes. Thank um, you. we're talking about so who does who actually does the coaches poll for them? You know when they submit their ballots. Um, and we're joking like, what if that was Will's job <laughs> every week? Michigan would be number one, and you'd never see Ohio State on the top 25. <laughs> well, eat that. I put them number one. I know you did. But I'm you didn't say their name. Because it hurt me. But it won't matter because they won't be number one come what November 26th. Are we going to watch that game together, Will? I hope not. You know that's well, actually, I hope so. It worked out like we, – we, we're going to copy exactly what happened birthday. last year. Oh, then that means you're going to throw up at Bourbon Street. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, but food poisoning. That's right. It's food poisoning. Yeah. All right. Week six games. Um, I do feel like we usually go through this section quicker than the, the we do. We do previous week's games, which yeah. Well, there's nothing the, the games haven't been played yet. There's nothing to talk about. We're just saying what we think. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. All right. Our first game on the list is Tennessee minus three in Baton Rouge. Um, over under 65, it's 11 a.m. game, so take that for what it's worth. Will, we'll start with you. I feel like I'm one because it feels like it's 1998. Vols win again. feel very confident about this one. Okay. Maybe I'm borderline my lock of the week. I'm still debating. Man, the thing is, like – my entire past tells me you take LSU at home with the points, but Tennessee is playing really well right now. They're coming off a bye weekend. I'm going to take Tennessee minus three. Um, so Tennessee off a bye, 11 a.m. game in Death Valley to take the crowd out of it. Well, I mean, not you don't take them out of it, but it's not the same as a night game, you know, completely different atmosphere. Um, so I actually already locked this game in at Tennessee minus two and a half, and I think that's a lock. I love that game. I love that line, Tennessee minus two and a half. I, I still like Tennessee minus three, obviously. Um, I don't think LSU can score. Keep up with Tennessee. I, I think Tennessee wins easily. Like, Tennessee's I, getting 83% of the money. What's the percentage of votes they're getting? 56. Yes. Yeah, so the money's on Tennessee. I mean, I like that. That's a plus 27 different uh, difference. Uh, I like Tennessee. I mean, I feel really good about Tennessee going to Baton Rouge and covering this weekend. I think they they have this game circled. They want to go down there and make a point, especially coming off a of bye. Yep. They've been focused on this game for two weeks. God, if they win, if 
Tennessee wins this game, Knoxville is going to explode versus Alabama. It's going to be insane. Oh, uh, I mean, I, um, I think Tennessee wins this game easily. I already went to just look just to see what ticket prices were for Tennessee, Alabama. They're like approaching $400 as the cheapest ticket to get in. Yep. It's going to be a checker kneeling type deal, I think, again. CBS 230. It's going to be perfect weather in two weeks. Yep. It's going to be great. That place is going to be crazy. All righty. All right. Utah at UCLA. Let's talk about games that are actually happening this Saturday. <laughs> I'm no, just excited. Going. Utah is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Pac-12 um, swag right here, 64-and-a-half over under. Uh, UCLA is a good ball club. It's at home. Um, Addison, I'll let you go first since you're a UCLA guy. What are you thinking? So, I actually already took UCLA. I think I have them at plus four and a half. Okay. Um, this is going to be – there. I mean, there may be over under 15,000 fans there. <laughs> over under seven, I feel like, man. I mean, that place does not feel no, like – No, there'll be a lot of fans there. They'll just be all Utah fans. <laughs> well – um, so I actually already took UCLA, but I've kind of like gotten a little hesitant on this because Utah started coming into their own a little bit. This is gonna be a super fun quarterback matchup. Um, I would lean the over. I, I think I like, and that may just be that may be a popular pick there, so I don't know, but I mean, just I would think that these two teams score at least you know 33 points each, 35, 32. Mm. That's 65, right. See, I lean the complete opposite way. Over, go ahead, Will. I think it's going to be under, and I think Utah covers pretty – I think Utah wins by double digits. So, really? Addison. Utah was really impressive against uh, Oregon State, which makes I, me nervous. Utah's physicality, I think, matches up – like, I don't think UCLA can handle the physicality. The over is getting 56% of the bets and 17% of the money. In this game, so the money's all on the under. It's all over eighty-three percent on the under. See, I'm expected. I'm the, this is gonna be like a thirty-one seventeen type of game, in my opinion. Okay. Okay, but, that's an early game, huh? What time? Two thirty for Pac twelve. Oh, it's it's two thirty on Pac. Oh, it's uh, twelve thirty. Right. Um, L.A. Yeah. Twelve thirty L.A. time. Okay, Kansas State minus two at Iowa State, over under 45. Thomas, did you make a pick for that? For this game? For UCLA? Oh, yeah, I like, Utah, I like Utah minus three and a half. And honestly, if I had to pick, I don't know much about these two teams, but I would pick the over in this game because I think 83% of the money is astronomical, and I think Vegas is going to turn a profit off of it. But we'll see. K-State, Iowa State? I yeah. like I like Iowa State here. Oh, like Iowa State's going to come back and win. Um, I think Kansas State's a good team, but Will, we've talked about this before. Iowa State's good at home, and it's a good ball club. They got a good coach. They've kind of been SOL the past couple of weeks. I think they turn it around and get a big win here. Will I, I like Kansas State? Um, the thing is, is you got to be a top ten team going into Ames, Iowa. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I think these two teams, I think the line is great. I mean, it, these are two very evenly matched teams. I feel like they're almost carbon copies of each other. Um, I give the quarterback edge to K-State, and 
running back edge to K State. So, um, Iowa well, State lost a lot in the transfer portal last offseason, and they don't recruit well enough to replace the talent that they did lose. Kansas State minus two is an easy bet here. Okay. And you know what the rivalry game name is? I don't care. Kansas oh, State you might can't, score enough points on their own to hit the over. When Farmageddon happens, you don't. You throw out the record books. You throw out the transfer portal. Farmageddon is everything. Thanks, Will. <laughs> All right, moving Kansas on. Kansas State already had their letdown this year against an against a inferior team. I mean, I pick K State. I just think it's going to be. Yeah, I I'm think the one that picked Iowa right State. Iowa no, State. I know, no, I know. I'm just saying. Uh, this is my opinion. I think Kansas State already had their letdown game. I think that they've got the screws tightened now. Okay. I'm just back. I'm just talking myself into it even more. Ole Miss minus seventeen in uh, Nashville at Vanderbilt over under sixty two. This game opened at 19, and it's gone down two points at 17. Vanderbilt's not who they used to be. It's a decent team. I mean, it's not a decent SEC team. I still think Ole Miss covers the 17. I'm staying away from the over-under, though. This reminds me so much of the Georgia Tech game. I was I was going to say the same thing. The over-under is too high, and the Ole Miss is going to – Ole Miss is going to win something like 45-3. to three. Like, Vandy's not going to be able to score – Ole Miss is going to be able to score, and they're just going to be able to run and take their time with the game. Ole Miss is going to cover, and it's going to be under. Yep. So we're all in agreement there. Um, I'd lean Ole Miss to cover. I can't wait to see what the first half line is. Hold on. Do I have that <laughs> over? First half, 10. I like Ole Miss first half, 10. I like them. Ole Miss is a better first half team all year. They are a very good first half team. I'm actually if I if that if I can get that on my it book doesn't right open now. until Friday. I'm going to take Ole Miss first half. Sometimes Thursday, but most of the time it comes open yeah. Friday. You're right. It's usually the day before for the first half. So I love it. I like Ole Miss first half minus ten. No, I love gonna, the first half, but I want to lock it in like now. You know. I know. And then, All right, we'll keep going. Um, TCU, college game day. Um, congratulations to Kansas, the darling of college football right now. Getting college game day for the first time in football, it feels like. It's, it's there a decent amount in basketball, but TCU is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, both these teams, I believe they are undefeated in the Big 12, um, over-under at 68-and-a-half. Uh, I feel like this is where it comes to end for Kansas. I think TCU wins and probably covers, but – I really want Kansas to win, but they're not going to. Will? My heart says Kansas, but my head, TCU. TCU is kind of, I think, in the driver's seat to be playing um, Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship. Sonny Dykes has really turned it around. You mean, you wouldn't think that, but they lost their story running back to Ole Miss. I mean, their running game is even better. Yeah. They They're lost deep. one of their best defenders to Ole Miss. I mean, but they just seem to turn it around. Um, I think they win and cover. Yeah, so this line's been moving a little bit. Um, it was even uh, more in Kansas' favor. It got all the way up to TCU minus seven at one point. Um, and I had an alarm set to, to take it whenever it moved back down to six and a half. So I locked it in already, TCU minus six and a half. 
Um, yeah. I think that it just runs out. The Kansas um, lust runs out a little bit this weekend. I don't think they're ready, quite ready for this stage. No, I, I think you're right. Moving on, um, the Red River rivalry, Texas getting seven points versus Oklahoma at the Texas State Fair. Well, I'm surprised you're not there. Over under is um, 65 and a half. Quinn Ewers is making his return after a bona fide first quarter versus Alabama, um, proving that he is the real deal. Uh, Texas is going to cover with Quinn Ewers, even though it's his first game back. I'm not touching the over under, but I like Texas minus seven here. Me too. Texas is going to kill him. All right. So I have a little trivia for y'all. Okay. First of all, the public pounds the over on this game every year. This year is no different. Public's pounding the over. All right. Neither one of these teams are ranked going into this matchup this weekend. When was the last time the Red River rivalry was played and neither team was ranked in the top 25? Wasn't it 2020? No. It was one year. I'm trying to think. It's happened. It's happened recently, hasn't it? There's been multiple years where one team was ranked in the top twenty-five, maybe even barely in the top twenty-five. Two thousand thirteen. Okay, Will. <sighs> Thomas is going to Google now. I see him typing. Yeah, I am because I'm curious, but I won't say it. Saying twenty ten. You're saying twenty ten. All right, mm-hmm. Thomas. You're you said twenty thirteen. Yeah. Uh, in 2013, Oklahoma was ranked number 12 when they played. Will, in 2010, they were both ranked. Oklahoma 8 and <laughs> Texas 21. Uh. So, the last time was 1998 when neither team was ranked in the top 25. Well, that was uh, Tennessee. Feels like 98. It's uh, it's fate. It's literally it's here. fate. It's here. <laughs> it's literally space. <laughs> Will in twenty twenty in twenty twenty, which was your your uh, first guess, Texas was ranked twenty two. Uh, Oklahoma was unranked. Oklahoma beat them fifty three forty five in four overtimes. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Texas was barely ranked. They weren't after that weekend. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Addison, who do you like in this game? I like Texas. And the points. It makes seven makes me a little nervous because of the rivalry aspect. I agree with that. I agree with that. Seven and Oklahoma's got to bounce back at some point. If you got this one, I have a, also I have an alarm set for this in case it moves to six and a half. Um, I do want to take. I want to take Texas at six and a half. Um, I don't. I don't want to touch it at seven just because I, I like that half point. But I think Texas wins. All righty, Arkansas nine and a half point underdogs at Mississippi State. Over under at 59. Mississippi State is four and one on the season. Arkansas, two heartbreaking losses back to back. Uh without KJ Jefferson, it looks like. Addison, we were talking kind of off the off the air. You're a big believer in Arkansas's quarterback uh backup. So I'll let you start on this one. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to say big believer, but before we get there, um this line shot a lot a lot today. Yeah, it did. Um in, in state's favor because it does look like KJ Jefferson's definitely not going to play. Um I think Malik Hornsby is a is probably a better passer, a better p- 
polished quarterback, maybe just a little bit. He's a better athlete for sure. Um, he's not as big. He's not as powerful as KJ Jefferson, but he's, you know, a little shiftier type. Um, the thing that makes me nervous about this, the quarterback is does honestly makes no difference in this game to me. Um, Arkansas switch quarterbacks, that doesn't change anything for me. What makes me nervous is Arkansas secondary. Um, Will pointed out that Barry Odom wrote the script to defend Mississippi State and Mike Leach's offense, but their secondary is bad. It doesn't matter because they're so injured. They're yeah. so they're so wounded. That defense is so, so bad. Like, like every particle in my body tells me Mississippi State wins and covers even nine and a half. Yeah. There's just something about Mike Leach as a as a heavy favorite and keeping it close, squandering it somehow. So I'm staying away from this game. I, I, I feel Mississippi State, but I'm not going to put any money on it. And for this, I'll pick State to cover nine and a half still. Um, <laughs> you State's have the actually same. a pretty complete team also. There's some, you know, SEC games. Like, we just saw Missouri do this to, you know, fight Georgia like that this past weekend. Yep. Auburn Auburn was an eight-point eight point underdog and only lost by four or whatever. Um, Could have won. So, you get some of these lines around this number in the SEC and you get some weird games. That's a really good point. You make a really good point there, Addison. Your, yeah. your logic is almost the same as mine with that. Damn. Um, but I'm kind of going from a different way is that, yeah, the Mike Leach is a big favorite. And I just don't think Arkansas is going to get blown out here. I don't think – I think Sam Pittman – I don't – I'm not ready to roll on Arkansas just Guess quite. what Pittman's record is against the spread as an underdog? Hmm. Okay. 14 and 6. I mean, as a head coach. Mississippi State may win this game. I, I, I think they I still lean to them winning, but nine and a half is too much. I think I Arkansas covers. It it still kind of scares me because their defense the secondary is so bad. And that's I mean, state's known for <laughs> their passing offense. I mean, on paper, state should cover handily, but yeah, exactly. Intangibles and other stuff which make up a lot of it tell me – I mean, make me think Arkansas is going to stay in this. Yep. If I'm Arkansas, I try to slow this game down as much as possible. You run the damn ball. You. I like the – I think I like the under. I think I like the under here. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of points. Oh, what I, do you all think about Missouri getting 11 at Florida next week? Florida's coming off a short week. I know they played a joke team on a Sunday. Missouri off an emotional loss at home. Uh, back-to-back back emotional losses. Yeah, back to, really back-to-back back emotional losses. That's a good point, Addison. Um, so I, I have a – Missouri has had two hard-fought losses back-to-back. Back. We, we just said that, obviously. At some point, I feel like they aren't going to be able to do that. Yep. I, don't, I don't think that they're very talented. But I really don't – I'm not high on Florida either. This is a stay-away game for me also. I don't like SEC spreads around this number. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I could easily see Missouri losing by three points. I mean, I could see Florida winning by two touches. Florida, I could see Florida winning by twenty-one. I could see Florida losing by three points. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. At, at some point, 
I think that Missouri fight is going to run out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's this weekend or not. I would lean Missouri to cover 11. I think Florida covers. I think Missouri's about to roll. You think Missouri's ready to roll? I don't know how you – I honestly don't know how you can mentally come back from that. They were winning that entire game and in control of that entire game. And then fourth quarter, they just slipped out their hands. I don't know how you get up from that. Yeah, I don't either. I – man, I think I'm with Addison. I think 11 is a lot of points. Um. But, Will, I don't disagree with anything you're saying, you know? I mean, 11 is a lot. but it's a I, weird I, line. I'm not going to bet on it. Um, fun game. Not really fun, but I guess fun. Oklahoma State, the number two team in the country, according to Addison Harbor. Uh, nine and a half point favorite versus Texas Tech. Reckham. Over under 69. Nice. Will, you go first. Oh, this game's in Stillwater. I was going to say Stormer. But uh, upset of the week right here. Red Raiders take down Addison's second-ranked Cowboys. This is the game where they get slipped up. No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. They're 5-0 and against the spread. I think that continues 6-0 against the spread. Give me the Cowboys to win by 10. I agree with Addison. Even though I want Texas Tech to win, because I love my Texas Tech friends in uh in Dallas, but I love I Mike Gundy. State wins. I love Mike Gundy. Well, does Brian Harson keep his job for another week? Yes, they're going to fire him after the Ole Miss game during the bye week. That's what I've been hearing. That's the rumor. That's what the the Gump saying. Auburn's going to cover this line, though. It won't we be close. A lot of points. It, it'll be like a three-touchdown game because I I'm still think Georgia – I'm not sold on them yet, but Georgia always gets up for Auburn. What's crazy is Georgia is a 30 – pretty much a 30-point favorite, a 29-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under is 49. That <laughs> is absurd to me. You know, I think, I think I'm going to tease Auburn and tease the over. So Auburn at 35 and a half over at 54. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I'll, hey, I'll, I'll rock with that with you. Let's do it together. Should I, should I tease the under? Should we tease the under? I would tease the under. Both offenses haven't looked impressive the past two weeks. Under will be 54 and a half. Over would have been uh, 44 and a half. 44 and a half. 44. I would do that. I'd do the under. I would do that with you. I would. 54 and, um, yeah, I'd do that. 35 and a half. Yeah, I'll or do that we, with you. Should we tease an over a 44? Over 44 or under? Over 44. All right. Yeah. We'd get six points that way. Over 44. No, over 43. Six points. You get six. I mean, I see this is like a 30 to what? 30 to 13, 17 range for Auburn, you know? Put you at 47. I would do over. Or I would do under 54 and a half. And Auburn, um, 34 and a half. 35 and a half. 
Math is hard. I'm sorry. Something to think about. Something to yeah. think about. All right. North Carolina plus three and a half at Miami. Give me North Carolina. Three and a half. I'll take it. Will? North Carolina. All right. So, real quick, this is one of those lines I look at each week that when I first see it, I'm like, what the hell? Because Miami's been playing bad. Bench the quarterback. North Carolina – doesn't play defense, but they score a lot of points. Miami's offense is not great. So I'm like, North Carolina plus three and a half is too many points for this matchup, the way I think the game's going to go. But Vegas is no slouch. Something tells me to fade myself and go Miami. Okay. Go Miami. But every, I, I, everything tells me North Carolina. I'm fading myself here, though. Are you actually fading yourself? For I'm fading myself. Miami. Miami no, but are you half. legitimately wagering and fading yourself? Oh, I don't know. I'm probably going to – I'll probably stay away from this just because when I see these lines that confuse me, I don't I do not do anything with it. Oh, man. The, the Addison, line last week – the line last Addison, week that Addison, confused Addison, me. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Miami is getting 19% of the bets – Yes, four percent of the money. I'm going. I'm with you. I'm, I will. I will hammer Miami. I'm Miami. I'm on Miami. So I'll tell you all this. The one that confused me last weekend when I first when I first saw it, I was like Mississippi State minus three. Got all the way to minus four. I was like, what am I missing here? State blew them out. So now I'm like Miami minus three and a half. Well, what am I that's what I saw with TCU and Oklahoma last week. I was t- well. We were talking about this at South Depot. I was like, it makes sense for Oklahoma, I guess. But literally, if you look at the money and where it is, it makes sense for TCU to win. I literally told you that. You did. Yeah. So I'm mean, with you. I'm going Miami. I might actually bet it now, Thomas. I will. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll take Miami money line. No. Well, you get worse odds. No, you don't. You get better odds. Miami money line versus Miami plus three and a half. No, Miami's favored by three and a half. Oh, shoot. Still, I'll take it. That's fine with me. Yeah, Miami's a favorite. That's why I was like, why are they favored by like this? Yeah. Yeah. All right. South, South Carolina plus nine and a half at Kentucky. Will Kentucky get back up this weekend? Yes, they will. Um, I think for a defensive team like that that goes kind of slow, I think that's too many points. If you South can get Carolina. It, if you can get that half point to 10, I like South Carolina. South like Carolina Kentucky. gets murdered by good teams. I agree with Will. It's always been. I Kentucky will cover this easily. You also said this about Arkansas. It's a slow team. They're not going to cover versus South Carolina, and they covered easily versus South Carolina. Kentucky will cover easily versus South Carolina. Kentucky's been bad against bad teams, though. Kentucky's going to be fine. They're going to be okay. I like the under. 49, yeah, I like the under. They are at home. Exactly. Yeah. So, the get-in price for this game at Kentucky at Kroger Field is uh, just, the, you know, the, the least expensive ticket get-in price is more than the get-in price for Alabama, Texas A&M this weekend. Also, breaking news, breaking news, the line is now six and a half for um, – Kentucky, South Carolina. Give me Kentucky six and a half. What? Yep. <laughs> Why did it move so much? I'm looking at it right now. It just it's it's moved a lot, and a ton Why? of the money is on South Carolina. Wait, but but 
Did someone get hurt? Is there an injury or something? I have is no it, idea. Is Will Levis out? There's no way. Hand? Yeah. It opened at a 12 and a half point favorite. Are you looking at that on action? The opening yes. Line? Yeah. Those are like, they put out like, I don't know. Those are like super early lines. No, I know. It shows it shows how it opens, and then the next one is where it is now. Oh my god. Yeah. We've we've got to be missing something, right? Yeah. So I'm scared now. What's going on? South Carolina's getting 45% of the bets, but 77% of the money. Yep. Okay, let's keep going. BYU, three and a half point underdog at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's kind of turned it around after some growing pains with Marcus Freeman. Um, they're four and two now. No, they're they're three and two now, right? Three and two. No, they'd had a bye week. I think they're two and two. They're two and two. BYU's a decent team. Um, Notre Dame's a tough place to play. I don't really know. I was high on BYU and then I got destroyed. So I don't know. Mormons versus Catholics. I, I guess I'll go with Christian. Yeah, I I'll, I'll go with I'll go with Notre Dame. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Good catch. Yeah, I almost made a you-know-what joke. Funny thing is that that happened on a Zoom, too. So, that's yep, pretty funny. Yep, it did. Yep. But, um, no, I'm going to go with the uh, the fight in Irish here. I think they've, they're slowly going to start figuring things out. I just think it was a slow start. I mean, let's not, let, let's, let's not forget this unbeatable Ohio State team that y'all keep referencing, Notre Dame was winning in the third quarter in Columbus. They're not a bad team. You're they right. lost one game. They got upset by Marshall. You're right. You're right. You're right. They're not uh, a bad team. Maryland's not a bad team either. Notre Dame. Um, so when I first saw this on, I got excited and I bet BYU. But this is the same thing, like I said, about Miami. I looked at this and I was like, why is Notre Dame favored? I'm thinking Vegas is going to probably be right on the favorite. I would say Notre Dame now, later in the week. Even though I have money on BYU, I'll probably end up hedging that bet. Uh, Kentucky apparently has some uh, injury issues. After playing a very physical game against Maybe an NFC Western champion team. I, I All right, say. chill out, chill out. Well, we're going to move on right there just because you said that. Alabama, yeah. A&M, the worst CBS night game in a long time. Alabama's got 23-and-a-half point favorites, uh, over-unders at 51-and-a-half. Is Bryce Young playing? Do we know? I don't think a decision's been made. Gigum. Will remind the podcast what AM's record was last year in the foot Alabama. Well, why, Thomas? That would be a three and two. What's their record now? I think that would be three and two. Can we look up what to? was the line? Hold on. What was the line in that game? It was like 17. I think it was 18 and a half. I can tell you it was about 17 or so. And Thomas, who did they play the week before they beat Alabama? I believe last they year. played Mississippi State. Date, if yeah. Hmm. Alabama's gonna win this game convincingly, but 24, 23 and a half is too much. I think, and especially with Bama's uncertainty on offense, AM still has a very good defense. Yeah, 
I agree. I don't think Alabama's offense is good enough to be that talented of a defense by that many points. So I'm, I'm Alabama's going to win, but Aggie's going to cover. Also, like the under of this game. I agree. Alabama was an 18 and a half point favorite in that game. Money line was 700 for AM. Sorry, I was curious. AM's not winning this year. No, no. But it would be so funny if they did. I don't want them to. I want it. I want Ole Miss to be the team to beat Alabama. Or Tennessee. Or both. Both. Let's go both. Why not all three? You might get both. Because then it's not as fun, Will. It's not as fun when it's a two-loss team. Oh, seeing tears roll down William Galloway's face will be worth it. No, that but one. the thing is, I'd rather them have one loss be like, oh, we can still make the SEC championship and then lose to Ole Miss. I'd still – And they're out. Than, I'd rather them be <laughs> five and four heading into our game and we beat them 49 to nothing, but that's just me. That would also be pretty cool. That would be. Uh, Bama doesn't cover. Well, if, if Bryce Young's okay – they cover, but I just don't know. 23 and a half is a lot of points. Bama against the spread isn't a lock as what it used to be, even though they're, what, three and one against the spread this year? Is that right? I can tell you. They didn't cover the Texas game. Yeah, that's the one loss. I know they covered last week. They covered against ULM, and then they – I don't know if they covered their first game. Alabama's four and one ATS. ATS. Four Four and one. Okay. They've covered 41 and a half, 49 and a half, 40 and 17 and a half. That's crazy. It's lamb, I guess. I guess a lamb. Let's make this last one a quick one. Florida State plus three at North Carolina State over under 50 and a half. I love North Carolina State. That's Why? Great. I think, I mean, I think North Carolina State's the top 15 team in the country. I think Florida State still two or three steps away from being nationally competitive. Um, I love North Carolina State here at home. I agree. I agree. All right, we got lock and upset of the week. Okay. Will, give us your lock. Gosh, I want to go with both. I'm, you know, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, both the UTs. Tennessee is going to cover, beat LSU. Texas is going to cover and beat OU. I feel very confident about both of those. So I'm just going to go with both the UTs. I mean, Addison, ever since I saw that money differential of Miami minus three and a half, I'm in love with it. Like that's that's got to be my luck. If that's yours, I'm sorry. You can have it and I'll pick something else, but I love that. Nope, nope. So I actually have oh. – <laughs> I have three of my, my three favorite bets, North Carolina State minus three, Tennessee minus two and a half. I have two and a half, but oh, that's three now. Um, and Kansas State minus two. Those are my three favorite bets. If I had to pick the most favorite of those, I'd go North Carolina State minus three, 401K, lock of the week, putting Will's rent payment on it. Uh. Which one was that? Say it again for the followers. North Carolina State, minus three at home. Yeah, put your 401K on it. Yes. I love it. All right, underdogs, let's go. 
Red Raiders over the Cowboys. Oh my God, what a clown! Addison, uh, can't wait um, to report that back. Oh gosh, I haven't picked an underdog yet. Thomas, do you have one? I'm looking right now. There was one other one that intrigued me. I got to go back and look. My underdog of the week has to be UCLA. Yeah, you do love them. Uh, I mean, I, I have you them. I've, I've, I've kind of started to second guess it a little bit. Ooh, I just see one that would be pretty good. What? Memphis is a two and a half point favorite over Houston. You like Houston as your underdog? I like Houston. I might. I, I'm more confident about that than I, I am. One. I got one. I'm changing mine to Houston over Memphis. All right. I know. I know that Illinois is four and one. I know mm-hmm. that Bolin has got them running. Iowa going into Illinois is a three and a half point favorite. I think Iowa wins. Three and a half point underdog. Excuse me. Iowa is plus three and a half. I like that Iowa over Illinois. Yeah. What about Purdue plus three at Maryland? I thought about that. I thought about That's that. Interesting. That. That's, That's an interesting, interesting underdog. Yep. What else is interesting on here? There's a couple other ones on here that I was looking at now that I'm here. What about Northwestern playing Wisconsin? Wisconsin just fired their coach. Northwestern's bad, dude. Northwestern's really, really, really bad. Northwestern might go 1-11. Hey, they they started 1-0, though. They did. They did. Oh, Nebraska. Never change. Oh, Hugh Freeze as a big favorite on the road this weekend. Is he playing not losing to UMass? No, I'm not saying losing, but I'm talking about covering. Well, that's not an upset. I know. I'm just saying. I saw. <laughs> I see this. You're just saying I'm it thinking, for fun. I'm thinking. No, I'm thinking UMass plus twenty four and a half might not be a bad bet this weekend. Can you tell me UMass's head coach's name? No. Then why would you bet on that game? I can't tell you Alabama's quarterback's name this weekend. <laughs> oh, Duke minus three and a half. At I Georgia thought about Tech. that. I thought about that. Georgia Tech. Oh, my God. Duke is getting 91% of the money. Who is? Pittsburgh? Duke is getting 91% of the bets and 88% of the money. Get, yeah, because oh, people dude. are overreacting. This line should be bigger. People okay. are Give me out. Give me out. Fresno State plus seven and a half at Boise State. Boise State just fired their coach and their quarterbacks in the transfer portal. I don't know how bad Fresno State is, but interesting. Dude, what about Washington State plus 12 and a half at USC? Washington State's kind of good. Washington State, yeah, this line has moved in USC's favor too. Let's see what the money is. Oh, actually, Washington State's getting 55% of the bets and 69% of the money. So, All right, let's let's close it out. Well, uh, Addison hasn't given us an upset yet. Oh, Addison gave us an upset. I gave you UCLA. Oh, you did. That's right. If I had to give you another one, I think I'd still go BYU. I don't know. I'm back and forth on that game. While we were on doing this, UCF beat SMU 41 to 19. They, that destroyed, game was them. they destroyed them. Yeah. When we started the podcast, it was close. 
It no, was, it was like an like eight-point game. It was like 13-17 when we started taping. All right, well, close this out. Oh, you know I hate doing this. I know. You got to get better at it, though. Come on, public speaking, Mr. Accountant. Come on. I've been public speaking for an hour and a half now, I think. Good. Come on. We're really proud of Thank you. Thank you all for yourself. listening. We will see you again next week. What about our social medias? Is anyone going to yeah. follow us? Yeah, Will, or what are our social media? To our YouTube? I don't know. What just, our social medias are? If they want to go look it up, just type in Homefield Tailgate and whatever you, on whatever social media you want. I don't have the ads. Not that hard. You can find it. Will you tell our fans that we love them? Thomas loves you. Fans. <laughs>